Hi, this is Andy McCluskey from Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, and you're listening to PX Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder, and on this week's episode, we are counting down the top 10, in my opinion, New Order Tracks, uh, another one of those episodes, yes, uh, with a new song of the week from George Ezra coming at the end of the program, and it's, uh, it's a really good one, I think you're going to dig it. I uh, always dig George Ezra, and so happy to see he has new music out, but we'll get to George at the end of the program. New Order is at hand, and again, I'm delaying the 12-inch uh, singles episode because I'm um, I want to do a really good job on it I want to research some of the bands I mean I know about all the bands that are in it but I want to get some more details on some of the remixes and kind of what was going on with those bands at the time and we're probably going to divide it into two episodes of six each for a total of the 12 best 12 inch singles get it 12 so that is to come I promise also been very busy at the day job I've explained this before I think the local football team was in the big game I don't know if I can say Super Bowl, but I'm just going to say big game instead of Super Bowl. And anyway, we sold a lot of t-shirts, and we're still sending out the t-shirts from that. Uh, We had a nice storm that got mixed things up, and it's just been, I've been working a lot. So anyway, that's kind of pushed things back with the tape recorder. Uh, Some comedians might be touring again soon, more consistently, so maybe we'll go back to talking to some of our friends in the comedy world as well. But in the meantime... We're going to soldier on with more of these uh, ranking bands' albums, because I'm kind of I'm enjoying doing this. So, New Order, again, context for this. I do this before we discuss each of the bands. For example, The Cure, I told you, I'm not a huge Cure fan. I've got all the albums up through Disintegration. I love The Head on the Door. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. But I, get they, I don't think they even qualified for PF's third favorite band. New Order did. Uh, the Cure did not. Anyway, New Order, uh, I've always dug. I didn't really discover them. I was really late to the party. I didn't discover these guys until I think it was 1985, which is crazy when you think about it. And I only discovered them because they were on MTV's 120 Minutes, and 120 Minutes played a played Perfect Kiss, and I thought, oh, wow, this is really out there, man. This is, I'm really digging deep now. This is some really obscure stuff. It was, it was bloody New Order. <laughs> anyway, Perfect Kiss, first song I ever heard by them. And anyway, and because they didn't really make videos, I think it was one of the first videos they ever made. So that kind of kept them off MTV, which is really my only source for new music at the time. And then when I got to college, even in college, weirdly, I don't think I heard them on the college radio station. And I think that's probably because most of the good albums from our radio station were stolen by people. So that prevented me from hearing any of this stuff. And yeah, I think that is probably what happened. So anyway, we uh, are going to go through the 10 top tracks according to me. You will be surprised uh, what song is omitted, and this also kind of carries into the 12-inch episode. This is kind of what inspired this. I was was making the 12-inch single list. Uh, This song did not make it either the best 12 inches of all time or to the best of New Order, and I'll explain that when we get uh, closer to number one because the the number one song comes from the same album, sort of, so a little um, kind of a spoiler alert, a little foreshadowing, let's call it. Song number 10 <clears throat> comes from the 1986 album Brotherhood. Uh, I guess maybe we'll go through a little history first of New Order. If you don't know, they started as a post-punk band, I guess they would call it, in 1977 in Manchester, although I was looking on their uh, biography here on the uh, Wikipedia page. 
Now, let me go back here. They're from a suburb of Manchester. Let me see what it's called. I've never heard of this place before. And OMD are from Liverpool, but they're actually from the Whirl Peninsula across the river from, like, downtown Liverpool. Let me see. It's called Salford, England. It's a suburb of Manchester, ostensibly. All right. So, anyway, they form there, and their lead singer, Ian Curtis, tragically takes his own life in May of 1980, on the eve of their first U.S. tour, and also right before the release of their second album, an album called Closer. Joy Division's most famous song, Level Terrace Apart. Second most famous song is probably Atmosphere. That'll become important here in a second. So the three remaining band members, they had an agreement. Should any of them leave the group for whatever reason, they would not continue using the name Joy Division. And with Ian's tragic passing, that becomes the case. And a club owner uh, gives them the name New Order, even though it's used by one of the former Stooges for a band called The New Order in the United States. They decided to go with New Order, and they become the more famous of the New Orders, as I guess it would turn out. I don't think a lot of people know about uh, Iggy's former bandmate and The New Order. Maybe they do. So they soldier on as New Order. They add the drummer, uh, Peter Morse, his uh, wife, Gillian, or I don't know if they're married this time or not, but wife slash girlfriend. She joins the group as a keyboardist. And here's the interesting part about this. I was reading an interview with Andy McCluskey of Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark, one of my musical heroes. And he says, he credits her with moving them in a more keyboardy and synth pop direction, which I disagree with. Here's why. Uh, the song I told you about before, Atmosphere, is, uh, I think, the last single... They only released two singles, I think, as Joy Division, Lovell Terrace Apart and Atmosphere, both of which become uh, hits. I think Lovell Terrace Apart gets into the top 20, and I think a re-release of it later gets into the top 10, and Atmosphere gets into the top 30. And Atmosphere is very, very keyboardy, and they recorded Atmosphere because they went into a studio, they saw a keyboard there, and it made this big sound, and they were, like, very impressed by that, and Ian Curtis went home and wrote lyrics for it. They came back and recorded the next day. It's a very, very keyboardy song. I should probably... Um, well, here, I'll give you a little blast of it here. Here's a little bit of atmosphere. So Atmosphere by Joy Division, and that's a very keyboardy song. So I think with or without the passing of Ian Curtis, the band is moving into a more synth-pop direction, although maybe it's speeded up by the fact that Gillian Gilbert joins the group. I'm not sure. So anyway, that's just a little background there. Uh, we're going to go to 1986 for the uh, number 10 song on the list, Bizarre Love Triangle, one of the more widely known New Order songs. If you know any New Order songs... You probably this is one you know. You probably know the number five song in the countdown here, and the song that got left off the countdown here. But we're gonna start with the bizarre love triangle with the lead track from the album Brotherhood, nineteen eighty six, and it's still a rock. You might know it also from uh, the, one of the, the rock band video games. Uh, this was in there uh, as well. This is bizarre love triangle.
Bizarre Love Triangle, that's a nice New Order song. It's very, it's radio friendly. It's friendly to the ear. It isn't too shocking for people. It's, uh, you know, even though New Order might not be everybody's taste, I guess, if you just like normal garden variety 80s pop music, uh, Bizarre Love Triangle still fits in there. I don't think New Order ever had a hit in the Hot 100 here in these United States. I'm going to check real quick and see. No, I think True Faith got to 32 and we're going to hear that in a little bit. Oh, and Regret got the 28, which uh, regrets to regret. Regret did not make it to the list. It would probably would have been my number 11 track. So we get to Ceremony. Ceremony, I would did a little research and found something interesting on Ceremony. Ceremony, it turns out, was written when they were still Joy Division, and Ian Curtis wrote lyrics to it. But they didn't record it. And after he passed, they decided, well, this the first thing we'll do is we'll get Ceremony recorded out there. But... Ian Curtis didn't write down the lyrics or anything. They couldn't find the lyrics, so uh, Bernard Sumner, who took over on vocals, had to kind of transcribe them and run it through an equalizer and try to get a close approximation of the lyrics. And this song is not very keyboardy at all. It is still probably more Joy Division-y sounding, and but it's, boy, it's a good tune. It's it's a, definitely a good indication of their early sound, of their early more guitar sound and less keyboard sound. And this is Ceremony, the first single by New Order. Ceremony, the number nine song in the uh, New Order songs ranked. We get to number eight, and it's an album from 1989. And uh, it's an album called Technique, and this is after they've had some success. Technique comes out. People kind of know who they are. Even if you're not really a big fan of the new wave modern rock music, you do kind of are aware of New Order. And this album has two, I guess what you'd say big hits in quotes on it. Uh, Technique is one of them, and Round and Round is another one. They get a lot of airplay on MTV because they have videos, even though I don't think they appear on them. It's one of those kind of deals. But anyway, there's another track. I don't even know if this was released as a single. Let me see. This is one of the few... This uh, countdown, unlike a lot of them, this is very heavy in things that were not singles, which is kind of weird for me. You know me. I love me a hit single. But let me look up here and see on Technica's Vanishing Point, a single. It is not. I remember being in radio at the time, and the uh, radio rep, I don't know if it was just... 
you know, being complimentary or, you know, being nice. But he was, oh, yeah, we're, we're asking all the guys in radio what they think the next single should be. This is after Technique and Round and Round were singles. And I said, Vanishing Point, no question, should be the next single. And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. And, I, I don't, again, I think they were just, you know, blowing smoke and making making me think that my opinion was important. In fact, it was not. But this is a great track. Uh, again, another quintessential radio-friendly tune. Vanishing Point, the number eight song on it, New Order Songs, ranked. Grow up, children, don't you suffer at the hands of one another. It'd be like a sleepy demon. Listen, can you hear him weeping? Tears of joy and tears of sorrow. He buys love to sell. Vanishing Point, New Order, the number eight song in our countdown. We get to number seven. Number seven is actually a B-side. How about that? I believe it's the B-side to a song we're going to hear in a couple of spots here. Uh, True Faith, I'll just say True Faith is coming up. And it's a really interesting song. It's similar to another song of theirs lyrically in that it's got this kind of a, it's a very sad, dark tale. And yet it's a really cool song. And it becomes sort of a, a, again, hit in quotes in its own right. I don't think this ever gets released as a single. Yes, it does. They release it on the best of New Order, even though it's the B-side to, I guess the 21 in the UK. How about that? But anyway, it comes out originally in 1987, I believe. Substance, it's a greatest hits package. Uh, A-sides on the one side, B-sides on the other. I think you get remixes involved in that, if I recall correctly. But 1963 is the B-side to True Faith, and well, here it is. It was January 1963 When Johnny came home with a gift for me He said I bought it for you because I love you And I bought it for you cause it's your birthday too He was so very nice, he was so very kind To think of me at this point in time I used to think of him from New Order from the year 1987. How about that? Great tune. Number six. This is a, wow, what a what a great tune this is. This is where New Order really becomes synthy. This is one of the early singles. The early singles 
are Ceremony, uh, Everything's Gone Green, Procession, and this track. And this track has been covered by a lot of people. It is very keyboardy. I think this is really where Gillian Gilbert makes her early influence known, if anywhere. The early singles are compiled into a EP, except for Ceremony, called 1981-1982, which I bought a copy of when I was in college through some... Uh, I, there's a, it was before we had websites, obviously. It was some catalog. It's called the Scorpio Catalog. And anyway, you could buy records cheap. The problem was they were cheaply made. They were made in places like Spain and Italy, and they weren't really as high quality. But anyway... And I'm looking on the track listing here in the discography, and it says there's only five songs on it, but I swear there are more songs, although maybe I'm just thinking that because this song, the original version, is like eight minutes long. There's a single version of it out there. But uh, I'm going to give you a little blast of it in any case. Now, this is probably one of, if, if you're into New Order, this is a very well-known song. This is Temptation. Heaven, gateway, Temptation, the number six song, New Order Songs Ranked. All right, we get to the A side of 1963. This is True Faith. True Faith comes out in 1987. Uh, New Order has some heat on them from uh, a Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Again, apologies to uh, the song from the Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Um, uh, oh, I can't think what I'm, I'm blanking on it. Uh, it would have been my number 12 song. Um, I can hear the melody in my head right now, and I can't think of, of, of the song. Shell Shock. Chill Shock's a song that's on the Pretty Pink soundtrack. That gets them some more attention. And then True Faith comes out and nearly becomes a hit. It's featured on the soundtrack of Bright Lights, Big City, which is a Michael J. Fox movie at the time. The movie doesn't do real well. True Faith does pretty well for New Order song. Like I said, it becomes uh, their, one of their only U.S. hits here. Let me see. Where did True Faith end up? Let's go back, back, back. 32 it gets to in the United States. That's a great track, man. And uh, another radio-friendly tune. This is New Order... Uh, being easy on the ears of Americans, and here it is, True Faith.
True Faith, the number five track, New Order Songs ranked. We get to number four, and I think these next, none of these next four songs are singles. Wow, how about that? That's shocking. This is my wife's favorite, no, this is not my wife's favorite New Order song. It's my wife's second favorite New Order song. It is Fangirl's favorite New Order song. I don't think Liza has a favorite New Order song. Anyway, this comes from the album Power, Corruption, Lies, which I guess is their first proper album. No, Movement is their first proper album though it doesn't have any singles. It's all very confusing. Uh, this album comes out in 1983. It includes, I'll give you the, the the reveal right now, it includes Blue Monday. Blue Monday does not make this list because Blue Monday's fine. And if you know New Order, again, th- that's probably one of the songs that you know. It's been called the greatest 12-inch single of all time. The problem with me calling it one of the greatest 12-inch singles of all time is, first of all, it's not a great song. It's not a bad song. It's not a great song. And secondly, it's not a 12-inch single to me because it's just the version that's on the album. It's not not remixed at all or anything. So to me, a 12-inch... When we get to that, we get to the 12-inch singles episode. But a 12-inch single, to me, you need to have a remix involved in there, and it does not. There is a... The 12-inch for Blue Monday is just Blue Monday on one side, and it's a song called The Beach on the other, which is just the instrumental, or what we call the dub version, Kids in the Clubs, uh, which features, I think, a, like just the vocal from the chorus. In any case, uh, Blue Monday is on this album, Power, Corruption, and Lies, but there are two songs that are way better than Blue Monday, and this is one of them, Age of Consent, the number four song, New Order Songs Ranked. Consent from Power, Corruption, and Lies. We go back to the Brotherhood album in 1986, and I love this song. Musically, it's just beautiful. Lyrically, it is kind of tragic. It's about it's a very serious subject matter, uh, kind of depressing in a way. And it, Barney Sumner explains when he sings in the song that uh, that's a song about uh, a little boy that's no longer with us, so who has met, I guess, a, a tragic end. But man, musically, it is just so great. It is. You can kind of hear the other. It's really New Order playing to its strengths, I would say. A lot of little draggy keyboards. The the the, the guitar played, uh, the bass played like a guitar, but still, and you know, run through those effects and everything. And it's just it's just really really good. This is the uh, very beautiful but very sad all day long number three New Order songs ranked. <laughs> ¶¶ 
All day long, New Order songs ranked. We get to another song, which how this wasn't a, a single is just beyond me. It comes from the album uh, Low Life. Low Life produces the singles Perfect Kiss and Subculture. Both great songs. Didn't make the top ten because this song is so great. This song was covered by, amongst others, Poi Dog Pondering, doing a song. You're familiar with them, the uh, band from Hawaii via Austin, Texas. They do a very interesting version of this tune. Uh, not very keyboardy at all, folks. I believe we get a harmonica in here. The riff for this is ripped off later by Ian Rudy, the Lightning Seeds, for the song Pure. And unabashedly so, he's friends with New Order. And he says, boy, I like that uh, lick in the middle of the song in the bridge. So I took it for my song. <laughs> it's the exact same one. And boy, this is a tune and a half, kids. This is Love Vigilantes, the number two song. New Order songs ranked. Love Vigilantes, and like I said, boy, this is probably the only time we'll do this where, let me see, how many of these songs are not singles? One, wait, well, how many are singles? One, two, well, I guess we've got 1963 because it's B-side. Four of the songs are singles, five of the songs. Half the list are singles, half the list not singles at all, which is really interesting. We get to the number one song. So the number one song, this is my wife's favorite New Order song. It is my favorite New Order song. And someone in, uh, recently asked Andy McCluskey, I was saw in one of these interviews on Facebook, I can't remember if it was uh, Neil who runs the Facebook page, though the fan Facebook page, I think it was him, but someone asked him, what is your, what song do you wish you had written? And he said, I don't even have to think about it, I heard it in my car today, and it's this one, Your Silent Face, from the album Power, Corruption, and Lies, and boy, I think we all wish you'd written this one, this is just a, this is a fantastically beautiful song. Uh, not sad like All Day Long is. That's probably I find it similar to All Day Long, but it's not. Uh, it doesn't have any sadness to it. It's just mellow. It's got this nice couple nice little riffs in it, and it's just gorgeous. It is your silent face. This is New Order's best song on PS Tape Recorder. Here you go. Oh. 
thought that never changes remains a stupid lie. It's never been quite the same. No hearing or breathing, no movement, no color, just silence. The rise and fall of shame. Search that shall remain. We asked you what you'd see. There you go, Your Silent Face. Man, what a tune. And they go on to great things, of course. And you'll notice that this uh, uh, this list doesn't go beyond 1989, and is such the case with these things. I was listening to some of their newer stuff, uh, kind of preparing for this thing. Well, did I miss anything? I mean, Crystal is okay. Crystal is a song. If you watch the video, you'll see that there's a fake band in the video called The Killers, and that's where the killers, they, the real killers end up getting their name from. Very influenced by New Order among others, and the song that uh, Barney did with, uh, well, I guess the whole band did, with The Killers. Let me see, where is it? What is it? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, that's a pretty good tune. Uh, super heated, and it comes from the album Music Complete, which I need to revisit. That came out a couple of years ago. Uh, but, you know, there's been a lot of dissension in the band. Peter Hook left. He was the bass player. His bass kind of, he plays it more like a guitar. It doesn't have like, as a, a heavy bass sound as you would expect. That's kind of a signature sound of theirs. And he has a group called Peter Hook and the Light. So cute story real quick about Peter Hook and the Light. Fangirl and I went to see Peter Hook and the Light. And we were there. It was at a club called Bogarts in Cincinnati, where I also saw OMD recently headlining. But anyway, that's another story in itself. We're walking around. And we look at the soundboard, and we can see the track listing for the, that show. And they famously don't do the same set at all in any city, I, as I recall. I think that's the case. Or maybe it's just the encore they change. I don't remember. But anyway, so <clears throat> Fangirl gets out her phone and tweets Peter Hook and says, please play Age of Consent. And Age of Consent wasn't listed in the track listing. He plays all New Order stuff and some stuff that he's done since, but it's mostly uh, a New Order show. He's got this dude that's been with him for a long time. It sounds just like Barney Sumner. And uh, they're really good. Uh, if you have a chance to see Peter Hook in the light or New Order, see them both, man. They're, they're, they're both really good. Anyway, she tweets, please play Age of Consent, and he tweets back, okay, just for you. And he does, and that was, uh, was so fun. So uh, thanks to Peter Hook for playing Age of Consent for Fangirl. That was really awesome. It was a really fun memory. And that wraps up New Order songs ranked. How about that? We'll do this again sometime in the future with another band. I think Duran Duran is on the is on the clock next. Uh, apart from, like I said, the uh, 12 best 12-inch singles of all time. I'm still noodling with that list, too. I keep pulling songs in and out of it to get to the 12. And then, like I said, I want to get some, uh, some uh, stories and facts behind some of the remixes because the remixes don't just involve the bands. Other people have remixed them, and there's an interesting story behind a lot of them, uh, particularly the one for... Well, I won't, I won't spoil it for you. Well, one of the top ones has a pretty interesting story behind it. Anyway, we are up to the song of the week. The song of the week is from George Ezra, singer-songwriter from the UK. And whenever I see a picture of him, I think, boy, that big voice comes out, that that little tiny British guy. And, you know, you ease in with, you know, kind of a Declan McKenna, if you will. Um, there are these uh, kind of Rex Orange County, although Rex Orange County I consider more, I wouldn't say, well, I guess I would 
put Rex Orange County in that category of the new young British singer-songwriters. Anyway, this is a great new track from George Ezra. It's called Anyone For You. I heard this on Radio 1 just this past week, and I was like, this is fantastic. And I heard the voice, I'm like, that must be new George Ezra. And sure enough, it is. Album to come later in the year. This is the song of the week on PF Tape Quarter, George Ezra, Anyone For You. So long. Thanks for listening. Here's my number, hit me up if you're needing anyone And then I could be anyone, 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 anyone for you Anyone, 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 anyone I can love you, I could be anything you want of me And in the darkness of the night, baby let me be your light Don't forget me, the way I am, not the way I was 